Hey, hey, friend, welcome to the world of homeschooling. Can I first just start off and say that I am so excited for you. Just thrilled that you are taking this leap because it actually is a really big shift and a change. And like I said, a big leap that you're taking because in our culture, in our society, it is not the norm. It is not what everybody is doing. It's probably not even close to what most parents are doing in your neighborhood, maybe in your circle of friends, and most likely also, unfortunately, within your church too. And you're saying, you know what, there is a different path for our family. We're feeling called to make this shift, this change, and to do something different. Whether this is your very first year, your kiddos have never been to any other type of educational model, or maybe you are making this change and you are pivoting and taking your kids out of some type of school system, whether it's public or private, this is a big change. And I just want to say, I'm so excited for you. So keep that in the back of your mind that I really am excited for you. You've got me in your corner, but you're feeling probably a bit nervous because you look around and maybe you don't have a big support system. That's okay. Us right here, a little by little homeschool, we want to be your support system. And did you know that there is a Facebook group? There's a link in the show notes. We would love to have you join us. You can ask questions. It's just as a nice and wonderful, safe place to be able to connect with other moms throughout the country, throughout the world who are also homeschooling. But today I want to talk specifically to you that is, is beginning your very first year of homeschool. And I've got four tips for you. And these tips are things that I wish that I knew from day one. So you are going to start off light years ahead of me. Are you ready for these? I know that you're going to walk away from today's episode excited, just like I'm excited for you and definitely encouraged. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. When we begin the homeschool journey, when we make this change and we decide to embrace a homeschool lifestyle, all of us moms feel the same way. So I just want you to know that you are in very good company. Oftentimes we can forget how we felt at the beginning, those of us that are further on down in our journey. So we can sometimes not quite remember and get it. And I really try to put myself into your place often to remember how I felt because it really is, it feels like a big, scary decision to make. But right now you are on the other side of that decision. Congratulations. A lot of parents don't quite get to the other side of that decision. They talk about it and talk about it. And it's really hard to just say, yes, this is what we're going to do. Because there are things that you need to do. Maybe your kids have been in school and there is a process of unenrolling them from the school. There is a process of talking to friends and talking to family and letting them know about this change and then dealing with the emotions and possibly with people who are not supporting you. 
But even if this is like your very first year and your kids are young and you've not had them in any school, you still could be dealing with some of those same types of scenarios. But I just want you to know that you are in very good company. Now that you are a homeschool mom and you can call yourself that, I want you to call yourself that when you come across another homeschool mom, even if her way of homeschooling is vastly different than you, you have this common bond. And I'm going to tell you right now that most of my closest relationships and friendships and deepest ones are with moms that also are homeschooling because you know what? We really do get each other. We, there's like this understanding between one another when we, you know, lock eyes from across the room. <laughs> Not really, but you meet and you introduce uh, to somebody who homeschools. And this type of thing actually happened on this business trip that I mentioned a few weeks ago that my husband and I went on and met another a couple there and they homeschooled. And it was like, we just, we were instantly bonded. Like we knew, like, we're like, yep, mm-hmm. we know exactly how each other's lives are to an extent, but it's just as this common bonds, which is really cool. I think it's, I think it's super fun. So we all feel the same way. So just know that you are in good company and we can also feel nervous as new years kind of come up and it's the, the nerves that you're feeling now. You're never going to feel like this again. You're going to become more confident as you begin to homeschool. And for my family, this same time 13 years ago was when we made that change. I did all the paperwork that I needed to and pulled them out of the school, let all the people know and deal with any of any negativity or any kind of, you know, side eyes people were giving me. And I said, we are doing this anyway. It does not matter. So 13 years ago, I had three little ones sitting there looking at me like, okay, let's do this mom, all excited. And, and I was confident enough in my parenting, but just not super confident in my abilities to homeschool because I had never done it before. And the same is for you. So the lack of confidence and maybe the little bit of fear you're feeling is completely normal when you start something new. So for me, I had a third grader, a first grader, and a three and a half year old looking at me as, okay, mom's now also in charge of my day, like every day, all day. It's not there. There aren't these hours where I'm going to get onto a bus and she's not necessarily in charge of my day. Now she's in charge of all of the hours of my day, which on a side note is something that way that parents should, we should be in charge of our children's days, the entire day, all of the hours in the day, but we won't get into all of that here today. But 13 years ago, I was sitting there with that. And now 13 years later, my oldest two, that third grader and that first grader have now graduated from homeschool. And that three-year-old, he is now in 10th grade, no longer can curl up on my lap. I probably could curl up on his lap. So he's now 6'2 and 15 and a half years old. And it's just like, wow, the time and the years have gone by. And I have absolutely zero regrets for the fact that we homeschooled. I have some regrets for some things I did along the way. And that just kind of goes with the territory. But zero regrets for all of this time that I got to be able to pour into them. And I'm excited for these last couple of years with homeschooling him. And it's just... It's just a lot of fun, and I'm so glad that we have these relationships in these years together. But today, I want to give you four tips. These are things that I wish I knew from day one because I felt very alone. I didn't have anybody in my corner. I didn't have anybody cheerleading me on or anything, and so I want to offer these to you so that you can hopefully begin this homeschool year and feel more at peace and feel more restful and just feel more 
I guess, really peace <laughs> for your homeschooling journey that is ahead of you. And real quick before we get into these, I know I mentioned this on most episodes, and I would be remiss if I don't mention it here as well. And maybe some of you are like, I know, she's going to talk about Clarify Your Homeschool again. And I am. And I don't put out this program, the course, and the mentorship that goes along with it just to do it. I do it because I know that it works. Time and time again, I hear that. I get that feedback from the moms and the the families that have gone through Clarify Your Homeschool. And I feel so blessed and I feel honored that those uh, that join the program do so, that they know that there's something more and that they want me to be able to come alongside them and to do that. And I want to do that for you as well. And so there is, there are testimonials. There is so much information about the program at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. And I want to encourage you that if you are starting your first homeschool year, it is not too late to get into this. We can work right along with your homeschool year, even if maybe your first day of homeschool is today or tomorrow. It's okay. It's never too late to join. You're never too early to join either. And you'll get a little taste today in this episode of what we will talk about and clarify your homeschool. There is just so much more and so much depth to it and the ability to be able to create and customize the homeschool that is going to be really in line with you and your family and your values and your goals for this homeschool year. And so I want to invite you to join me over there and join the other amazing moms that are in Clarify Your Homeschool. Again, that's at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. But let's jump into these four tips. Are you ready? Number one, this one, I I feel like it's, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but let's just, we're just going to say it out loud here. Are you ready? You won't get it right the first time. Did you hear me? You won't get it right the first time. And you know what? That's okay. Nobody does. Nobody gets it right. And even when we become a homeschool mom that's been around and doing this for a while, so I just finished up a few months ago, my 12th year of homeschooling, I still get things wrong. I still have to pivot. I still have to change. I still miss the mark. But let's just talk about this homeschool year. You're going in with high expectations and there are going to be times where you're going to realize I didn't get this right. I picked this wrong curriculum. I added too much to our to-do list. Maybe I'm not, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you're not doing enough. You're not feeling like your kids are being challenged. Like you know that they could be. It's okay. It's what you do when you realize that things are not going well. This is not the right situation, the right scenario. It's what you do with that, that counts. Do you quit homeschool? Well, that's not the right solution, the right answer. Do you just continue on doing the wrong thing? That's not the right answer either. You're going to burn yourself out. You're going to burn your kids out. Nobody is going to enjoy the fact that you are homeschooling. So just know when you go into it, you're not going to get it all right the first time. You will get some things so good and so right. And they'll feel so perfect and so aligned with your family, but not everything. And that's okay. None of us are perfect. Oh, hello. <laughs> I think we all know that we're not perfect. And then we go into homeschooling thinking that it is going to go perfectly. Just being a mom, parenting your kids, tell me which day of your children's lives has gone perfectly. None. Which days of your life have gone perfectly? None. We've all had really, really, really good days. We've all had bad days. We've had fine days. There's not ever been a 
quote unquote, perfect day because none of us are perfect. We're going to get some things really right and some things really wrong and some things just kind of not quite right or not the quite right time. So just know that going into it, it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to get it all right. And guess what? It's okay. The second tip I want to mention here to you today is that every year will look different. I know that sounds super simple. You're like, well, of course, but no, really every year will look different. The reason I say this is because we come into the home education realm, homeschooling, whatever you want to call it. And we have in our minds, because most of us have been through the school system, we have in our minds that every year looks the same because teachers years look the same. So if you're a third grade teacher, your years are probably going to look the same. Whether you're a third grade teacher for a couple years, like all of those are going to look the same. The type of the day that they have, such as the children arrive at this time and then they go to their homeroom and then we have this class period and there's, you know, days one, two, three, four, and five for your special activities in gym and art and music. And so we think that because when you go into a school, yeah, some things will be a little bit different, but basically it's kind of all the same year after year after year after year. When you homeschool, every year will look different. Now, it could be huge, drastic difference in years. It could be just a small difference in years. Most of the time, the years are just kind of small changes that you'll notice throughout the years. It's more so when the kids get older and suddenly like a huge drastic change would be maybe you have a child now that is in high school years and they want to do some type of dual enrollment. They're taking a lot of college courses online and they're not necessarily with the family as much. Well, that would be a very huge different change. But most of the time, the changes are small. Maybe you are homeschooling and you have a couple of younger siblings. Well, each year is going to kind of look a little bit the same as how you have to keep them, give them things to do and keep an eye on them and keep them occupied as well as stimulated in their minds and help them growing and helping them be a part of the homeschool too. And that'll change every year as they get older. And then suddenly you kind of find yourself, oh, I don't necessarily have to provide these bins of extra toys or these different distractions, or I don't have to jumble back and forth because they're actually in homeschool now. And when they're not doing their stuff for homeschool, they're okay. They're just playing on their own. So you will notice that every year will look different and that's okay. So as you plan this year, plan the year with the children that are right there in front of you with the ages that they are right now. In a year from now, you'll be going into a homeschool year with the kids right then and your kids, everybody will be a year older because guess what? Who else will be older? You will be a year older as well and wiser and more knowledgeable about homeschooling. So just keep that in mind that every year will look different. The third tip I want to give you here is that there is no step-by-step process that you have to follow. And right about now, you're thinking to yourself, nobody need a step-by-step process. So I do need to give like, um, I just add, add this that, I mean, kids, don't learn to read. They're not going to be reading Shakespeare before they learn to read like a Jack and Jill book. So yes, there is a process, but there is no guidelines as far as telling you you have to do this certain thing. They have to learn this math facts in this year and this math facts in another year and this math facts in another year. Yeah, there's a progression. Typically kids learn addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. But nobody says it has to be in certain grades or ages and certain years of their lives. 
And even if you live in a state that has more strict homeschool regulations, it still doesn't tell you this kind of stuff. I want you to stay very far away from those books that are called what your child needs to learn in second grade or what your child needs to know in second grade. I don't know if it's learn or know, whatever the word is, and what your child needs to know in third grade and fourth grade. Don't, don't get them. Okay. Promise me that you don't get them. And if you do have them, I want you to throw them away. Okay. I don't want you to give them to any friend. I don't want you to donate them anywhere. I just want you to throw them away because I don't want anybody to have them because it puts stress and pressure on us as parents. What those types of books and what those types of school systems will say, will tell you is it's putting each child, every, well, let's say every single child into a box and saying, this is what they have to know at this age. We need to break out of that box because as you know, as you yourself, and as you know, from observing your children, that's not exactly how children have to do things. And that's not necessarily what their natural inclination and in how to learn and to educate themselves and to be educated that's not how it goes. And so we really, as a culture and society, need to move away from that. And that's what part of what you're doing when it comes to homeschooling. And I know right now you are thinking to yourself, oh boy, what have I gotten myself into? There is no step-by-step process. Yes, there is curriculum. That curriculum will walk you through if that's what you need in order to be able to present mathematical facts and figuring out how computation and all those things. If that's what you need, that's okay. And that will give you a process. But just know that there is not some checklist out there that you need to check that they have learned in every single grade and that they have to learn these certain things before they learn these next couple things. Now, yes, like I mentioned, some things are just kind of natural. It's probably better to learn how to hand do handwriting before you write a research paper, right? So those kinds of things like, well, yeah, duh. So that's okay. But when it comes to things like we have to, they have to meet these certain marks, that's, that's not, that's false. That's, that's not true information. That is, that's not what your goal is. That's not what the aim is. And if this right here, what I'm saying is blowing your mind or making you a little bit worried, or you're cringing right now. You're like, what am I supposed to follow then? I'm going to see you over and clarify your homeschool. Okay, friend. Okay. Number four here is the goal of making your home education. I know we use the word homeschooling because it's just is synonymous with what we're doing and it makes it easy for everybody to know but I want you to make it more about home than school relationships over math flashcards relationships over reading by a certain time relationships over being able to write a short story relationships over all of the curriculum. When you have a proper relationship, when you have that in line with your children and you study them and you figure out what it is that they're interested in and how they learn best, all of the things that you want to teach them, all the education, all the experiences you want to provide for them, those will fall into place. And it can be very, very tempting for us parents to put so much emphasis upon getting our worksheets done and working through the curriculum and getting this lesson done and this lesson done at the sake or at the expense, we'll say, of the relationship. If you or your child or both of you are crying during homeschool, there's something deeper that needs to be worked on. And so I want to, to, I want to encourage you to really take a step back at those times and say, what is the real deep rooted issue that's going on here right now? And so overall though, make your homeschool more about home 
than it is about school with a footnote of we're not making it about school at all. <laughs> we're making it about education. So I can also say make it more about home than about education. The education will fall into place. And when we really start to study and understand how our children learn, the education will come off and become so much easier. And I've got one last question for you. How are you feeling right now? Are you feeling okay about all that we covered? Are you feeling more at ease, more at peace? I really, really hope so, because that was my goal here at this episode. Now I'm going to mention one last time for those that your heart is stirring and you're saying, yes, I, I need some help with my homeschool. And whether, again, this is you just starting out with your first year of homeschool, which is who I've mostly been speaking to today, but maybe you've been doing it for a little bit and you're saying things are just not lining up. These tips, I don't really, I'm not getting them. I'm not applying them. Then clarify your homeschool is also completely a good place for you to go. It's appropriate for those, both of those different scenarios. And I'd love to see you over at Clarify Your Homeschool and get in on the mentorship part of that as well. So friend, I hope that you have a blessed day. I am super excited about you homeschooling and I will again, see you over at Clarify Homeschool. It's clarifyourhomeschool.com as well as right back here on Little by Little Homeschool podcast in just a few more days. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.